What's the most important resource that you have? If you really thought about this deeply, I think you'd come to the same conclusion that Joey and I did. It's time. In our newest book, What's Without Wall Street, The Three Steps to Financial Freedom Through Passive Income, we talk about how are we tracking that time? Well, what is the thing that we can do to get more of that time back? That's right. If you've ever been listening to our podcast and thought, man, it would be amazing if I could take all the things that you guys have learned over the last 10 years and just summarize them, put them in some way to easily digest them and take action, that's what this book is all about. You're not going to want to miss it. Go to wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash new book and get your copy today. If you're writing a resolution for 2023, stop what you're doing. Don't move forward. Listen to what these coaches have to say today on the roundtable about why you shouldn't make New Year's resolutions for 2023. Why is that, Russ? Resolutions are a way to change something in your life. And you may not need to change something, Joey. And I think that you should better understand what you're trying to accomplish so that you can make practical steps to get there. And more importantly, you don't fall short of whatever you do set out to do. This podcast has all of those things in it. We go really deep. You're going to want to set aside time, put away everything else, listen up and belly up right now. Welcome to the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast, your guide to understanding how to get out of the Wall Street rat race and start your own mailbox money lifestyle. Now, don't let these handsome Southern draws fool you. These financial minds are teaching our country to enhance savings, increase cash flow, and create passive income, all without the help of Wall Street. Are you ready to break through? Now here are your hosts, Russ Morgan and Joey Murray. Welcome to the Financial Freedom Roundtable, where each week we break down complex financial topics so that you can more easily understand them, and more importantly, take action on your path to becoming financially free. If this is your first time joining us, welcome. Grateful to have you in the room. I'm Russ Morgan. They call me the idea guy, mostly because lack of follow-through guy or formerly bad internet guy didn't sound so cool. Enough about me for a moment. Let me introduce you to my co-host, my partner. He's the Italian Stallion, and he's got a license plate cover to prove it, Mr. Joe Murray. Stallion, good afternoon. What's up, Russ? Man, I, you just you just look fired up today. I can't wait to see what comes out of your mouth. Man, I... You can't wait to see or wait to hear. Here, here, go for it. Gotcha. Okay, well, here's a question I got for you. Do you make New Year's resolutions? No, unfortunately. I, I feel guilty by saying this, Russ, because I think resolutions are one of those things that everybody's spoke, supposed to do, but supposed I don't do. do them. I don't do them. Hey, why, why, do you, why do you believe people should supposed to because I mean, it's just, it's just a natural thing. Everybody says, what's your resolution? What's your, what's your new year's resolution? I don't have them. Uh, I, so I typically set goals. I set, I set things that are ha habitual goals that I can refer back to throughout the week, the month, the quarter, the year. And, and so it's not the same thing. I, I'm going to say those are two different things. They are two different things because I Googled it. And a, a resolution is a statement that you of something that you want to change. For example, I want to start saving money. I've just been spending money. I want to start saving money, right? A goal is a statement of something that you want to achieve. You're going to put down the steps to achieving it. And when you want to achieve it, by. So and ultimately, yeah. a resolution is something that you want to change. A goal is something that you want to achieve. I want to make sure as we go through today, our topic, the way that we title this is why you should not make New Year's resolutions for 2023. But at first, I want to find out everyone's opinion on whether or not they make them. And then we'll talk about if they should or why not. But you and I do not have to make this podcast all by ourselves because we've got the dream team of financial coaches. Let's get to them, Jamie. That's right. Let's do it. All right. To my left, I got Mr. Incredible. His superpower is speed to financial freedom. The real beauty is that speed is contagious. My man, J.D. Hill. Say hello to your fans, J.D. Hey, Jamie. Hey, fans. Uh, <laughs> I I am a Eric. I am uh, – I, I love my intro. Thank you. 
Um, if I'm ever having a bad day, uh, I look forward to Thursdays because that intro is great. Thank you. You're welcome. Man. I'm here. Tell me, do you make New Year's re- resolutions? Immediately, no. Immediately, no. No, I don't. Um, t- t- tell me why. Well, look, I I love to cheat. Okay. And, and <laughs> let, let me. Your let wife me, knows this. No, 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 no. Don't go there. Don't, let's okay. say, let me let me clarify. Let me put some some color on this. Okay. What I mean is that I love to do everything I can to put the odds in my favor so that I'm almost guaranteed to win. Right. Okay. And the way that I do that is not from making resolutions, but by actually goal planning. A lot of what Joey just said, because when you write them down and you plan, you're statistically more likely to achieve those goals than you are to not achieve them. Right. And so, um, the idea of, of resolutions for me, um, and we'll get into this in the later part of the, of the, of the show, uh, but has a lot to do with the, with the etymology of the word itself, which, which Russ, you just defined. And I think it's important that we understand like what words mean because words matter. And sometimes I think people are setting resolutions and really it's a goal, but they don't know the difference. Yeah. Okay. I, I like that. L- let's get over to the financial Sherlock Holmes. No problem too difficult to solve. I'd only known him earlier. I'd been so much richer said everybody, Mr. Downtown Ernie Brown. I see Ern. It is nice to be seen. Thanks for Tell having me. me. Do you like to make New Year's resolutions? I do like to make New Year's resolutions. Why? But I don't make them every year. Why don't you? I don't think I've made year? a resolution the past two years. Mm. But I do like them. And, and, and is it because JD, you had JD, man, you're you 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 made some great points, but ultimately that is just weak sauce. Excuse me. That bring is it. so weak. <laughs> that you oh, don't want to make resolutions hey. because you don't want to fail. Bring the hot sauce then. Bring Come the on, man. Sauce. What? What is wrong with you? I love resolutions. In fact, JD, I want you to Google search Jonathan Edwards resolutions. Okay. That, those are so good. Resolutions are such a great thing, but you're absolutely right. I, when I used to make New Year's resolution, a lot of times I'm just making goals because I, I don't know the difference. <laughs> I will give you that. Mm. Or, or did you feel like you didn't, you said you hadn't done it the last two years. Was it because you had nothing to change or you had no goals to achieve? <laughs> uh, <laughs> man, to be honest, the, the New Year just rolled around and I, I just wasn't focused on the New Year's resolution. I, I was like Joey, setting setting some goals for the year. I just I just didn't think about it. And I didn't take the time to come up with something. Got it. Okay. Well, thankfully, we don't have to just go to yours. I want to see what sort of sauce the king of Beham has. Mr. Real Estate himself, he's agnostic to his type as long as it produces cash flow. The multi-talented Jamie O'Brien. Good to see you, Jamie. Good to see you, Russ. Just celebrating another day in paradise, my friend. So so tell me, what what's your... Your line on this? Are you are you pro New Year's resolutions or con? I'm pro and con. I'm going to walk the line here. I've done both. Um, typically, when I set a resolution, just out of the blue, I fail at that resolution. And and so I was looking up some quotes, trying to be witty, keep up with you guys here on this podcast. And and I found one that I thought was was kind of important. It says, "What the New Year brings to you will depend a great deal on what you bring to the New Year." And I got to thinking. Can't that be applied to month or week or year? And I think it can. And so what I've tried to start focus on is what can I do every day? I talked about this in a previous podcast, but I think it's so important. You can't just go into the new year and think that your life's going to change because it's got a new number at the end of the year. I think that's super important to be focusing on small steps to get you where you want to go every day and not just at the beginning of the new year. Mm. Okay. Okay. Well, let's get the doctor in the room, man. This guy is a DFM, hmm. doctor of financial medicine. He's got a precision like approach to cash flow. He can diagnose problems just by looking at your financial statement, Mr. Automated Budget himself, Eric Hudson. Great to have you on, Eric. Boom. Thank you, Russ. So glad to be here with these brilliant minds. Are you a New Year's resolution guy, Eric? I'm not necessarily motivated by the change of the calendar calendar, or inspired by it either. Um, I think 
you have to take the motivation when it hits you or the inspiration when it hits you and, you know, make your resolutions or your goals. Then I had a uh, mentor some years ago that he always used to say potential is laziness. It's, mm. you know, it's just, it's just laziness. And so when I think about goals or resolutions, we, we just got to take action, man. We just got to take action. Walt Disney said the way to get started is to quit talking and just begin doing. So whatever time or moment that that inspiration or inspiration hits you, that's when you got to do it. I like that. I, I like a, a lot about that. I mean, you know, Henry Ford says, if you think you can or you think you cannot, you're right. And I, I think my my thought to change or creating goals is all in mindset. And whether you are or not, what mindset are you coming from as you make that decision, right? Because if if you believe, well, making goals will not help me, you're right. If you believe that there is nothing to change, you're right. If you say that I cannot accomplish these things, you're right. And I am a goal-oriented person. I am someone who loves constant change because that's what I thrive in. I thrive in organized chaos. You, you feeling me, Joey? Oh, I just I just had to move around in my chair a little bit. It got un, uncomfortable as you were saying that, but yeah, 100%. Well, I mean, here's the thing is that we we are all built a certain way. And so the reason to create New Year's resolutions or not is more based upon the way that we are built, right? And the, the six of us on this call, a few of us are similar, but a lot of us are very different in lots of different ways. So I think our viewpoint on it will be helpful to you as you're listening to this. You may be pro change. You may be pro goals. And if so, you'll get some very tactical ways in which we handle this, but also you can understand what to learn. So there's three categories, guys. I want us to go through this. I want to talk about what could someone learn? What is the educational component? And that could be something that we should avoid in this process, right? As we prepare for this new year, what's something that we can either learn or what's something we can avoid as, as we think about change, we think about goals. The next thing I want to do, I do want to give some practical advice. I don't want this just to be a sermon, very conceptual, very theoretical. I want to get down into the practical. And then the third thing I would love for us to cover are ways to not fall short, right? That last mile. I think the, the problem that 85% of the population faces is that they create a New Year's resolution, those who create them, and they've already stopped pursuing that change by the middle of February. <laughs> they fall short. They didn't even make it to the last mile. They didn't even barely get around the first lap, right? And so what I would love to do is talk about some ways that we are actually keeping ourselves going. How are we reminding ourselves not to fall short? And when you think about goals, right? I mean, one of our mentors said, what you track grows, right? So if you have a goal, what you track will grow. But what you track and report on grows exponentially. And so I think there's a lot of value in understanding um, accountability and putting it out there. So we'll, we'll kind of get into some of that. If you've listened to our show for any length of time, you've heard us talk about infinite banking and how we were able to use that concept to create over $50,000 a month in passive income. But it's just not that easy to figure out how does this all connect into my own personal system? Stallion, that's why we created the Passive Income Operating System, bro. It shows you how to turn active income into passive income. It makes all the steps come together. If you would like to get access to it as a podcast listener, we've never given this away in public before. Go to whatswhatwallstreet.com forward slash P-I-O-S. There was nothing worse than walking into class when you're in school and the teacher's saying, pop quiz day. Why? Because you were unprepared. Are you unprepared, though, for financial freedom? Don't be. Find out how close you are by taking our 30-second quiz at wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash quiz. So first, I want to talk a little bit about what are some things that we can learn 
or a void in the coming year. So Jamie, what, what would be one thing that you think someone could learn from your experience or something that they could avoid from your experience as they prepare for this new year? Uh, for me personally, I have a I have trouble, sounds like a lot like you do, focusing on one thing for a very long period of time. And so if I set a goal for the whole year, there it's likely going to change a couple times throughout that year, or I'm going to pick something else to go to something else. So what I try and do is set myself with the right mental capacity, the right mental mindset that's going to help me go towards whatever goal that may be or whatever resolution that may be at that point in time. Uh, I think you'll hear a lot about setting goals, maybe making those shorter term goals that you can chase. But again, I think it goes back to what kind of mindset are you coming into this with? And, and what are you doing to set yourself up to actually be positive, to attack those goals? For me, it's it's public accountability. I'm more likely to accomplish something if there's a bunch of people that know that I'm doing it. Because I don't want to let everybody else down and I don't want to fall short of my goals in front of everybody else. So that's something that I do. If, if I set my mind to something, I put it out there to all my friends. I may put it on social media. I definitely tell you guys in this community what I'm trying to accomplish. And then that helps hold me accountable to those goals. What about for you, Aaron? Uh, man, I'll, what what does somebody need to learn? The The thing that comes to my mind is I know a lot of people will have great intentions say, if I just sign up for something, it's going to make me do it. For example, I've known many people who have said, I want to get in better shape. And so I'm just going to go ahead and sign myself up for this half marathon or for this marathon during Thanksgiving. And then they, they get to independence day, the 4th of July, <laughs> they've done about two weeks of training and they're so far behind. And they say, well, better for me to waste this $200 than to, than to catch up on the, all the training. So what does somebody need to learn is, and I think, I think we're going to end up beating this dead horse um, unnecessarily is that if you set a goal, you have to set steps to accomplish towards, to, to work through towards that goal. So one of the things on my mind is, is just this idea that plans eat passions for lunch <laughs> and that plans are so much greater than passions and desires. Because I, Eric says he doesn't get inspired by the new year. I love to turn the page to a new thing. I really, I really like that. I do get motivated around the new year. And so I get excited about what things do I want to start? What things do I need to stop? Now, how how efficient I am at executing those things, you know, that varies. But the things for sure are the plans that I make to make sure that happen. And so JD, or sorry, Jamie, says public accountability. So what I, what I would add to that is what things are you regularly showing up to that are causing you to stay on target? What plans are you making that do move you closer to your goals. So that, that would be the thing that comes to mind to learn to do. Here, here's one of the things that I had to do personally is I was creating goals or creating things that I wanted to change. I needed to do some introspective thinking, right? I had to spend some time quietly really trying to figure out what it is that I wanted. Who did I want to become? What was it going to require me to do to make all the things happen? And that is something on the surface, I think we all take for granted, that we know what we want. But too often times, I think we know what we don't want, not necessarily what we do want. But the beauty of that is if you will take that approach, right? Because if you sit down and says, what what is it that I want? You may have writer's block. So use the thing that we know, what is it that we don't want to inspire you? Because the opposite of what you don't want is what you do want. True? So that's, to me, I think that approach too oftentimes, you know this, JD, is that people will move in the direction, not of want, but in the pathway of getting out of things that they don't want, right? That's right. Moving out of pain, is the direction people will move much faster as as opposed to moving toward gain. And I think that's an interesting thing for us to learn is what is it that we don't want? 
Because in that, then now we start to learn what we do want. And Joey, have we created anything that could help somebody with that process? Oh, if only, <clears throat> if only we had not spent a year of our time, <laughs> it felt like a year, creating the passport challenge. If you haven't already taken us up on that, go into our community and in and it's a free free course, right? And I was telling somebody today that I met with that it is a course that will help you dream again. As, as adults, we have lost, in my opinion, one of our most valuable assets, and that's the ability to dream. We've given up on things. We've just assumed, we've just kind of put up with life for long enough to where it just becomes normal. And uh, in that passport challenge, it will it will make you think about who do you want to become? Like, who are the who is the person that you are proud of that you want to be? And then what do you have to do in order for that to happen? And what will you have when you obtain financial freedom? Well, if you can answer those types of questions, it's amazing what clarity that creates and then what habits that then leads to. In fact, I want to uh, give a, a quick shout out. A friend of mine yesterday dropped by the house and and just kind of, I can't even remember the context of our conversation, but he said one of the guys in the ministry he he runs, he told him one time, he said, lazy people have goals. And I was kind of took offense to that. I was like, man, I thought having goals was a good thing. But he made the point further. He said, lazy people have goals, winners have habits. Mm. And I think mm -hmm. that to me, there's so much to, to grasp from that just simple statement. But if you're, if you're talking about resolving or having these new year's resolutions with nothing behind them to create a habit, it is never going to happen. And that's why I think, you know, I'm challenged by that to say, what are the habits that need to be in place for me to become the person that I want to be? And that's a that's a much more granular conversation. Well, well here's a, a a habit hack, right? So you have the idea of a habit. Well, what will you do to ensure the habit? Oh, wait a second, I've got to wait till the third point to give that, don't I? That's yeah, come on, don't do it. Don't do. I it. don't want to give away that. All right, so that was an educational opportunity. Things that we can learn to do, or things that we can avoid. Let's get more into the practical. Eric, are you, are you ready to give me some practical? Yeah, I was thinking about when Joey was talking about habits. I used to have a friend that had a terrible smoking habit. And January 2nd of one year, some time ago, we asked him, did he make any resolutions about his smoking? And he enthusiastically said, yes, I did. I resolved not to take any crap off of anybody about my smoking. So... <laughs> What he did was, back to your point, Russ, he decided what he really wanted and didn't want in life and resolved to make that happen, which was important for him. But uh, yeah, I, I think that it's important to, so I just recently as a new coach and new member of the community, really active member, I just actually today started on our Pathfinder course. And inside that course, I was able to learn what kind of investor I am, my personality profile as it relates to my investing. And I'm an S. And so based on the um, percentages of the population, 60% of you folks listening to this podcast right now are likely an S profile, which means you're measured, careful, and sometimes can have paralysis by analysis. So my urging to you today would just be to pick one thing, pick one thing that you're going to do, whether it's the new year or like JD said, whether it's right now, or Jamie said at the first of whatever week or month, just pick one thing, write it down, make it plain, create some accountability and do that one thing. And by the way, you don't have to do it alone. Call one of us coaches and we can help you. All right. So I, 
it, it pays to watch our YouTube or be a part of our inner circle or Pacifica Mastermind where you can see it live. But this right here, guys, is my very first vision board I created back in 2015. And I look at this board, it it's amazing the things, Joey, that when I was sitting there before you and I were were you know officially working together, right? You you had recently joined the group that I was at, but we weren't necessarily working together a bunch. I started thinking about, man, I, at the time I was a solo advisor. If you're following the cash flow quadrant, I was firmly in the S. I had a one assistant helping me, but that was, and she worked part-time. But one of the things that I was sitting there dreaming of is what it would it look like to have a team of people who could help create who could help people get to be financially free, who had gifts and talents that I couldn't even dream of possessing working for so, so that I could do other things. Now, look up there at the top, right under where it says work hard, stay humble. You notice that little microphone urn? Uh, I thought that was Eddie Murphy. I'm sorry. <laughs> so the <laughs> I, I had this microphone up there for a reason. And it was that I wanted to speak on larger stages. I wanted to get the message out to more people. At the time, I was doing talks regularly at the local dental school and the medical residency program. And, and there would be somewhere between 35 to 50 people in the room. And I just, man, I, I, got, I got something to say that people need to hear, but I need to be able to share it with a bigger audience. Here I stand in front of a microphone. looks a lot better than that, by the way. And Joey, you and I have reached a million people through this podcast. My brain could not even imagine at that time reaching a million people, speaking to thousands of people daily. That's, how, that's what the downloads on this podcast are. It, it's amazing to me what has been able to be accomplished by doing one thing, creating a vision board, right? I, I had to think about all those things that I wanted first, the things I didn't want. But the thing I had to do is I had to get them in front of me. And so this, was, right. a, this was a vision board that I created. Now, it looks a little bit different than, than my current vision board, which now sits on my, on my screens but yet still very similar of the things that I, I focus on. So my practical thing to do is actually create your vision board, create your passport. What would be something, Joey, that you would say you could actually practically do as you're pursuing change or pursuing a goal for the new year? Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add back to something that we talked about in the recent episode I use a roles and goals format that I review my life at least once a year and then have it as a regular um, check-in time on a weekly basis. So once a year, I do big overview and, and do like, okay, this year, how did I do as a child of God? Like, did I spend time with God ever, like regularly? Did I memorize some scripture? Did I share my faith? Like, those are things that are important to me and in, as a role of being a child of God. What about as a husband? Have I had a regular date night with my wife? Have I loved my wife well? Have I um, engaged with her in conversation on, you know, every day and every night, whenever it's important to her, you know, those sort, sort of things. And it's kind of like a, it's like a scorecard. It's like a report card. How, how am I doing? And then it says, it gives us, um, a place to say, what are the things I'm going to commit to doing going forward based on how I did in the past? It's like a review preview, if you will. I review the last year, I preview the next year, and I start saying, these are the things I'm going to commit to. And then those things are broken down into daily, weekly, monthly, or annual things that I want to commit to. And so for instance, one of those might be, I want to have a 
uh, a date night every two weeks with my wife. So I put that under the the, the subject of um, under weekly or under monthly, and I can review that every week. I can go back and say, did I have that that date night or not? And if I didn't have it this week, I better have it next week, right? Because that's what I committed to do. The point of it is, is those are the habits that are taking the things that I said were important and putting them on a calendar so that they will be more likely to happen. doesn't mean that they're going to happen on their own. You still have to do them. You still have to, you know, check in on yourself, create accountability to do that. And, but by putting it on the calendar, it makes a big difference. It makes it much more practical than just a, a big, big goal. It actually gives feet to the goal to make sure it's getting done. So that's something that I would, uh, I would hand over as like a possibility thing that, that could help you as well. How about you, Ern? Yeah, I had a, a really interesting conversation this week. Someone who's just entered into our inner circle and <clears throat> he told me that, that his financial freedom journey has become and is becoming much more important to him just as he's looking at how he's spending his time, so much time away. He has to do that. And I, I guess a year ago, two years ago, he got introduced to the idea of land flipping. And he said, you know, that's going to be the thing for me. So he signed up, he went through the training, but he didn't do anything with it. And in a sense, he, he, had, he had the passion for it, but he didn't have the plans to execute. So coming back with a much greater desire now, and he said, you know, this is so important to me that I need to get some accountability. I need to get some more skin in the game that that pushes me to to move into this. So he told me he he knew that he knew that this was his next step. It was a big jump for him, but he entered into coaching in 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 how to build that land flipping business. Not just the not just the desire, not just education, but the coaching. And what that is forcing him to do is the things that he thinks really is important to him. And it's giving him consistency, giving him accountability, but it's also given him a, a financial obligation <laughs> to pay for that coaching. You either build that business or you just wasted all that money for coaching. And so there's a, there's a financial aspect to, to him telling himself, this is so important that I'm signing up to make myself do this thing that I know is the right thing. That's going to put me in a position to have the lifestyle that I want and and so I think that's that's a super practical thing that I heard this week. <laughs> I love that for so many reasons. I got off a call with my coach before right before we got onto this call and she as we were starting our coaching time she said, "Do you know what number coaching session this is?" And we meet every 2 weeks. I said, "No clue." She says 199. It was our 199th coaching session. Wow. And Joey, I remember many times, right? Us getting busy with things that we're doing and me looking down and going, oh, now is my coaching appointment. And not wanting to get on that call because I had all of these other things dragging at me, right? These other things that the urgent taking away from the important. But to your point, Ern, <laughs> I knew what it was costing me. Right. Like there is no makeup session with her. It is you're on it or, or you miss it. And it is an expensive hour to to not be a part of that call. It, expensive for what I paid for it, that I didn't get anything out of it, but expensive for what I didn't get out of it if I wasn't on it. And I think what you just said there for so many people, they need. They're trying to figure out how do I justify being a part of the inner circle? How would I justify being a part of this passive income mastermind? If that's what your if, if your problem is the money, then it's the reason why you should be in it, right? Because what you're going to get out of it will 10x, 20x, 100x because the thing that you need the most help with, then you can tell people that. You can verbalize that problem with people who have actually solved that are ahead of you and can help you get to that pathway so much quicker, man. So good. JD. Joe, you said something that was really profound and it made me think of a book that I read, uh, which was amazing called Atomic Habits. And if you haven't read that book by James Clear, um, you should go out and get the audible or get the book because it is phenomenal. 
But one of the things that he he had said in his book, he said, if successful and unsuccessful people share the same goals, then the goal cannot be what differentiates winners from losers. Right. So in other words, just because you set goals doesn't mean you're going to achieve the goals. And I think so often we focus so much on the end results, right? That what really matters are the habits that you're building towards the path of success, which is you should be far more concerned with your current trajectory than your current results. And, and, and I think that's something that we often get confused by, right? You've heard this before, like you can accomplish more in 10 years than what you think you, you can accomplish in a year. And it's just, again, it's just, it's trajectory, but it's small little compound habits that build every single day. What, was like that, that, was that, was that supposed to be reversed? You can accomplish more in one year than you thought was possible in 10 years. Now you can accomplish more in 10 years, what you thought you could accomplish in one year. That is a true statement. You actually can do more in 10 years than you can in one year. Yeah. Okay. It, yeah. Ernie's not said yes. So if Ernie's saying yes, you know, it's true. It's backwards. Yeah, I think it's backwards. In other words, in other words, we set really big goals that we want to achieve in a year and we underestimate what we can achieve in 10 years, I think is, is, is the point. Okay. Right. And then, and then we get burnt out when we don't actually hit the goal that we had set for ourselves in that year. So then we give up altogether. And, okay. and I think the points, all of it is, is like, you've got to focus on, on, are you doing the things necessary every single day to accomplish the goal? And, and when it comes to new year's resolutions, when it comes to goal planning, all of those things are, are so valuable and so important and it's habits. It's, are you setting the right habits to accomplish the things you want to accomplish? Man, so good. I'm still going to challenge your, your quote there, but, um, but, but I, I like that, like the concept behind it. Right. I mean, it is true that sometimes the, you know, what's the old Chinese proverb or how do you eat an elephant? It's one bite at a time. Right. And how big focus, the elephant is. focusing on, <laughs> focusing on the, the, the steps that we can take, right? That would be a practical item. Somebody said, hey, you know, the thing that we should do is just focus on one thing, accomplishing just one thing, right? Not getting overwhelmed. One of the one of our friends, Mark Podolsky, shared a little, a small little uh, clip from a, a blog or something. It was just that concept that we, we write out sometimes to-do lists for ourselves. That to-do list could be your New Year's goals our new year's resolutions. And we, we look at that list and we, we work to accomplish it. And we, we mark off one thing off that list. And it may give us that little small hit, but we, we oftentimes could look at all the other things that we haven't accomplished and either be overwhelmed by the number of things that still are to be accomplished or be depressed by the fact that we haven't accomplished all the other things. And so this guy's concept was, don't make to-do lists. Don't make tasks. Know the things that you need to do. Write down one on a piece of paper and go do that thing, regardless of how small or how big, because then you can scratch that off your list and you have no other things on the list and you will have satisfaction in knowing that you've accomplished the one thing. And just by the piece of paper itself, there's nothing else on the piece of paper to accomplish, except throw it in the trash can. All right, let's move on to point number three. Because I, I don't want people to fall short, right? However you take this, you're you're going to create New Year's resolutions, you're going to create or you're going to create goals. I don't want you putting something down and falling short. So let's talk how can someone not fall short of the goals or the resolutions that they set for themselves? Stallion, what's your idea? All right. Well, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and just do the obvious one. And the people that are in the inner circle right now, they're live on this call, are some of the very same people that were on our five pillars call yesterday. And I'm gonna go ahead and say, if you need, we've talked about accountability a lot today. We've talked about building habits, but sometimes we need to let people around us keep us accountable. Sometimes we can't just do it with our own calendar, right? Sometimes we don't, we need that, that community of people that are committed to the same things we are to help stay focused. And these five pillars calls are each week working on the right next thing to help us get unstuck and get to the next level in our financial freedom journey. Um, it's a built-in accountability. Just join the inner circle. 
right? You get involved in Inner Circle, you plug in, you just show up to the meeting. Maybe you don't have a whole lot to add this particular week, but you just want to be there and hear what other people are working on. Guess what happens? You start getting inspired and you start saying, well, crap, man, this guy's moving forward. This guy's moving forward. This girl's moving forward. Why can't I? And you start to put things in place. It's a built-in way to create habits. It's already built into our calendar every single week. Join the inner circle. Jump on a call with one of these coaches and learn more about it. Go to wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash free call and, and let us help you create those habits. Jamie, what would you add to that? How how can someone not fall short, not fail in the last mile? Man, I think I think it really comes down to celebrating small wins. You know, I think that there's some power in just you can set a goal and that goal can be overwhelming. It can be a stretch goal, it can be, you know, something that maybe there's a challenge to get to but it's appreciating the process and appreciating the small wins along the way that did you still better your situation than what it was yesterday. And I think it comes down to mindset and just understanding that achieving the goal while that may be the goal, isn't always the win in that process. Sometimes it's the process itself towards chasing that goal that actually gives us the most growth. So I'm going to push back a little bit if it's okay, because I want yeah. I, I want somebody to have a tangible way that you obviously do that, right? How do you, though, prevent forgetting? How do you prevent stopping short of actually accomplishing what you're after? What's the thing that you do? Yeah. So, I mean, I between just putting it in very obvious places, I've got a whiteboard here behind the screen that you can't see that I write what I need to accomplish on. Um, I've also used just a calendar reminder. So I kind of break it down into what do I need to do today that's going to get me closer to that goal and put a checklist on there. I know you talked about checklist earlier, but if I can just have one or two things, maybe even three things that are going to help me just accomplish that goal every day. And they can even be the same thing every day and have that set up on my phone that it's the reminder there every single day that I need to accomplish before I go to bed. That's what helps me stay focused. Eric, would you add anything to this? I'm a straight up calendar guy. Um, my calendar and then my closest confident and partner, confidant and partner, my wife. If I, if I assign both of those the task of helping me do something, it's pretty much going to get done. And that, that, to me, I think is a lot of wisdom there, man. When you give public accountability and our spouses can be that help to us, right? Assuming they're, they, they want the same thing that we're after, right? They, you know, if, if I pick something that I, I want to accomplish that my wife has no interest in, she's probably not going to hold me accountable to it. But if the change or the goal that I'm setting is aligned with her interest, then having her participate in it, especially for me, someone who who lacks follow through, I know that's shocking to a few of you, but yes. who lacks follow through, if if I have the same goal, so like if I say, hey, I want our kids to not go to college, not because I want them to be high school dropouts, because I want them to pursue entrepreneurial endeavors. She goes, great idea. She's going to challenge me on a regular basis. What have you done with them, Russ, this week? You said that you wanted them to be entrepreneurial. What have you done with them this month to help them get closer to what you want? Having that public accountability with her, is that what I'm hearing, Eric, that allows you guys to be aligned and allows you to not fall short? 100%. Nobody cares for me more than she does. And if it's important to me and if the goals can align, like you said, even, even the better. And Joey, you know, this all too well, we had the ultimate accountability by putting our, our goal of building passive income on a podcast and then publishing it on a website for any and all people to see. And 
I am so vain that I am I am more driven <laughs> to not show a bad number on that passive income report every month than I am just by the result of what the passive income gives me. And yeah. I knew that. And so by creating that passive income report, knew that it ultimately would drive you and I to continue to strive to increase our passive income on a monthly basis. So for me, that public accountability was huge because if we get to the end of the month and we're getting ready to publish it and I haven't done anything, that's a swift kick in the pants, man. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I think for all of you that are looking to us and learning from us, for us to not take it seriously or to be um, solving the problems that we face in pass in building passive income streams, it it to me it was like I don't want to let you guys down, right? I don't want to. Again, it has nothing to do with my opinion about the money itself. It's more about what are we are we setting the right precedent to lead from the front, and yeah, it, I'm so glad we did that. It was nerve wracking, and it was um, it was. Like, man, I don't know if we should do this. But... It was bold. <laughs> it was bold. Bold strategy, um, Cotton. But I'm glad. I'm glad we did it. All right. Fi final thought there, Ernie. Well, we haven't touched on this at all. We're, we're assuming that someone making a New Year's resolution or someone who's setting a goal is making the right goal, right? The, the thing that I would say to that is realize what influences you have around your resolution setting around your goal setting <laughs> what input are you getting around you because the world the marketplace generally is not telling you to become financially free it's telling you to become financially enslaved and and then think about the people that you work around what are that what are you guys talking around the water cooler or on the team's call when money comes up, what recommendations are being made? What so what 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 are we hearing? Because if we set a goal, let's say that we set a in our view a good goal. I want to increase my passive income X amount this next year. Well, for what purpose? I love the idea, Jamie. You mentioned about bringing up uh, setting small wins. Well, you want to create a you want to create X amount in passive income for what purpose? What's the thing behind the thing? and make sure that you're able to measure how that makes your life better or how that suits and meets your family's needs better or serves your community better. Whatever your thing is, make sure that you're set a, set a right goal that meets those needs and you don't set a goal that actually takes you further away. That'd be my final thought. Mm, so good. JD. Um, man, you can tell a lot about a person by where they spend their time and where they spend their money. And um, I think <clears throat> with that, you reveal how badly you want something by your actions. And so if you say you want something and you keep saying it, that it's a priority, but you never act on it, then you don't really want it that bad. Um, and I think from a desire standpoint, if you really want something but you know the to Ernie's point. But you know the people around you are not going to support you. One, you got to act on that excitement, right? Like when I get excited about something, I act on it immediately because I want that excitement to keep moving. But if I let it wane, it's going to dissipate. It's going to go away, and then I'm not going to get excited about it anymore. So one, I'm going to act on it right away. But then the second thing is, I'm going to go share it with the people that I know are going to support me and lift me up in that. They're going to say, "Man, you can do it. How can I help?" And I think it's so important that you have a group of people. Uh, in the community, or not in the community, excuse me, a group of people in your community, right, in your life, that when you share a vision with, that the first thing they say is, how can I help you, right? You can do it. How can I help? Um, so that would be my final thought is, is take action, right, if you really want it. And the second thing is, is, is find a group of people that will support you in those endeavors so that you can go, go, go accomplish it. Good job. I love that. Jamie, final thought. And my final thought goes back to what I've kind of already said already. I just think it's so important to get yourself in the right mindset to to chase a goal. Um, you know, if if you if you live in a woe is me mindset and you try and set goals, you're probably not going to achieve those goals. 
And so I think really the first step is understanding and setting a foundation for how you're going to achieve goals. And that, that starts from within. And then I think a, a key to that, like I've already beat this horse, but celebrate the small wins. I think it's really easy when you set a goal to get overwhelmed, to get stressed out and, and to think that, it, you know, it's impossible to get where you want to go. Celebrate the small wins, keep taking little steps forward and compound that over time. Eric, final thought. Russ, like so many of the people listening, I'm a great a fan of the great philosophers, Aristotle, Nietzsche, Confucius. But I think my favorite is John Bon Jovi. And he said, <laughs> it's my life. It's now or never. I ain't going to live forever. I just want to live while I'm alive. So to dovetail on what JD has said <laughs> and what John Bon Jovi says is go after it, take action. One of my favorite mottos, one of my favorite people of all time is Walt Disney. And his motto was dream, believe, dare, and do. So as you were talking about before, Russ, spend some time dreaming and figure it out what it is you really want then believe that you have the power within you and that you can create an accountability circle or an educational circle to get you there then dare to take the step to start and then just do it and i just i just think that's so important for people who are feel stuck start moving that's good man and if you have a plan you're not living on a prayer you know Joey, final thought. You're halfway uh, there. I, <laughs> I'll leave this as find your cadence of success. Right? It's a cadence. It is, is it weekly? I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this and create what it is that those habits become the big goals that you really want to have happen. You will become the person that you want to become as you consistently do that cadence um so and again help us let us help you do that by joining the inner circle so those are my thoughts well a mentor of mine nelson nash used to say on a regular basis is to plan that you're going to live forever but act as if you're going to die tomorrow and i think using that thought as you prepare for this coming year make plans that are 100 years in front of you but live every day as if it's going to be your last we're grateful for you and know today was a little long but a lot of a lot of ground to cover a lot of thoughts behind this and we believe either change or goals are so important that we didn't want to shortchange it we're grateful for you have an amazing day this has been the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the show to break free of the Wall Street mindset and begin building wealth on your own terms in places you understand so that your wealth will never run dry. See you next episode.